Friends, are you concerned about having enough food to eat in case of a sudden emergency? Grocery stores can get stripped bare within hours. If you don't have backup food on hand, you might find yourself standing in government food lines. Don't let that happen. My Patriot Supply is making a special offer to help everyone prepare for what's coming. Right now, you can go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com and get a three-month emergency food kit plus worth of free survival gear. Your three-month food kit gives you a wide variety of delicious meals, and it provides over 2,000 calories a day, which is highly important for keeping up your energy. Order today and get $200 worth of free survival gear as a bonus gift. The food and your free gear are all shipped to your doorstep in discreet boxes with free shipping included. Go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com. That's preparewiththinkaboutit.com. Bilderberg elites meet in Lisbon to save us from AI. ADL ran an extensive multi-dimensional counterintelligence operation against conservative and nationalist and populist groups since the 1960s, working with law enforcement and the CIA and posing as fake racists to demonize groups like the Patriot Front. Uh, we are we are seeing right now. So just an incredible time to be alive. We have Obama calls for. Australian-style gun confiscation. But the first clip I want to play and get Stu's take on here is this piece of information. Obama pines for old days when media narrative was accepted by all as a common set of facts. He admits they're losing. He admits the public is not buying their garbage anymore. Here it is. I'm an optimistic man. Mm -hmm. But I find myself falling into this space where I have concern about... The country that they will inherit right once i'm gone post-presidency what about this country keeps you up at night the thing that i'm most worried about is the degree to which we've now have a divided conversation in part because we have a divided media right so i'm much older than you nate you don't look it though that's what I was fishing for. Um, <laughs> but when I was coming up, you had three TV stations. Yeah. And people were getting a, a similar sense of what is true and what isn't, what was real and what was not. Today, what I'm most concerned about is the fact that because of the splintering of the media, we almost occupy different realities. If something happens, in the past, everybody could say, all right, we may disagree on how to solve it, but at least we all agree that, yeah, that's an issue. Now, people will say, well, that didn't happen, (laughs) or I don't believe that. And one of, I think, the goals of the Obama Foundation and and one of the goals of my post-presidency is how do we return to that common conversation? How how can we have a common set of facts? We may disagree on gun violence. (laughs) in terms of what the best prescriptions are. But we can't deny the data that says the United States has levels of gun violence that are five, 10, 15 times more than other countries. But we have guns, those other countries don't have guns. They have five, 10, 15 times the baseball bat and the, 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 the butcher knife. But no, we can't agree on your set of facts that two men can have a baby. We can't agree on your set of facts that Jeffrey Epstein's a great guy. We can't agree on your set of facts that Open Borders is good. Joining us now is Stu Peters of StuPeters.com. Stu, great to have you. 
and you've been popular for years. Congratulations on how much you've exploded and how much the enemy's coming after you. Uh, wow. I mean, just responding to the Bilderberg group out in the open. Uh, we've got Elon Musk coming out against the ADL saying they're not the ADL. They're just uh, the Defamation League. Uh, things are not going well for the New World Order right now, in my view. They're not going well for us either. But you heard Obama. He said people aren't believing our bullshit anymore. Yeah. Um, and so what he said about agreeing with you know, having a common set of facts. Like, what what does that even mean? What does that suggest to you? What that suggests, what that tells me is that for decades, for years, we haven't had an honest media. You've been calling this out for decades. Uh, you've been, <laughs> I don't know how many times I've said on Twitter over the last three weeks, Alex Jones was right. Alex Jones was right. Alex Jones was right. Uh, but more and more people, especially since like current times with the dismissal of uh, Tucker Carlson, uh, I'm going to be talking tonight on my show with Victor Davis Hansen, who was a, a regular on Tucker Carlson. I mean, when you have all of these different rumors going around about what was the reason, what was the reason for the parting? He was there on a Friday, said, we'll see you Monday, didn't come back on a Monday. Uh, and you have every single dissenting voice in America that has been just completely attacked, but it has has risen so, so uh, the, the the trajectory of the rise of alternative media is is like something that I never thought that I would ever see ever. And I'm, I'm so thankful that it's happening. Um, you're probably seeing it with InfoWars. I know that we're seeing it at the Stu Peter show. And I think that wherever Tucker Carlson goes, his audience will dwarf the audience that you see on the Fox News channel and during any time slot. I think that Fox is actually finished. But when you have an ADL that can literally take anybody off the air, who I believe was ultimately probably behind the removal of Tucker and others from being on the air, when you have an ADL that's that powerful, that has its hooks into the levers of power that is not a government, but a corporate crime syndicate with Obama sitting as at, at the center, at the helm, really with Valerie Jarrett and, you know, Susan Rice that ran his, you know, administration still in the uh, alleged Biden White House, where we have an illegitimate president, an FBI orchestrated. Now we have 300 pages from John Durham showing that this was a complete orchestration set up by the FBI to set up a sitting U.S. president uh, for Russia collusion, to make a U.S. president look like he was colluding with an adversary of the United States. And we still have these same people uh, controlling the levers of power. And then you have a Congress that is doing absolutely nothing about it. So right now, what should happen immediately after 300 pages of stone cold proof inarguable, uh, you know, evidentiary substance from John Durham, 300 pages that show that the FBI is a criminal organization, a terrorist network, and should be treated accordingly. We don't have one member of Congress saying they all need to be arrested today. Just, just disband them, abolish them, declassify all of their documents. Did you see Lindsey Graham saying... When the FBI wrongfully put people in jail or call them Russians, they should call and say they're sorry. And again, I don't want to go to war with the FBI for no reason, but it is totally captured. The Justice Department is totally captured. But the good news is America's waking up that there is a coup. We have an occupational government. Literally, we're an occupied nation by the globalist. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I don't want to go to war with the FBI either. I just want to completely defund them and completely abolish them and arrest most of its agents. I mean, these people are a criminal enterprise. And when you have a terrorist network, they need to be designated and classified and deemed to be a terrorist network. And then they need to be treated accordingly, which means that you need to arrest them. And thank God that Obama didn't you know, make good on his promise to close Gitmo because we've got plenty of room to house these people. I mean, these are high crimes. This is open declaration of war against Americans. 
and it's being perpetuated. No, I totally agree with you that we should put the leadership of the FBI in Gitmo, but, and I'm not an apologist to the FBI. We have over 10,000 whistleblowers in the last year from the FBI, from the Justice Department, from ICE. So there are a bunch of people there that do, we should see unending hearings. We, we should see the entire leadership impeached and arrested. I agree with you. I mean, because they really are a, an international crime syndicate that's hijacked the country. I mean, that's a fact. That's not hyperbole. Yeah. And so start over. You know, essentially, they cannot be referred to as an elite police force anymore that does, you know, anything to uphold the rule of law here. They actually do the opposite. They subvert the rule of do law. Do you think they've realized how much they're discredited and destroyed or they live in their own little Obama bubble where they still think they have power? You want to, I mean, the answer to that is I don't think they care. I think that the hubris and the arrogance is just right out in the wide open. These people are running a coup that is taking over the entire West and they are destroying civilization. Tom Renz talking about altering the DNA of people. This is open declaration of war against freedom and liberty. And they are coming for all of the superpowers in the West. They're coming for Christianity. They're coming for the white replacement. This is all real. None of this has been conspiracy theory, and they're carrying it out right now. Yeah, the UN says it's white replacement, and then the ADL says arrest you if you cover it. The ADL still says the Bilderberg Group doesn't exist while it's on the news. Bilderberg Group to save you from AI. I mean, it, it, it's... I noticed some of the left attacked me yesterday saying, look, Jones claims Bill Gates is doing weather modification and they show the CBS headline where Bill Gates to block the sun. All I did was cover it. They say, I'm crazy. It's not real while he's on CBS promoting it. it what, what level of gaslighting is that, Stu? Yeah, the gaslighting never stops. I mean, these are the same people that told you that they had safe and effective shots and that you were going to essentially be a murderer if you were not vaccinated and if you didn't stay inside of your own home, that you were not allowed to go and see you know, your friends and your family. I mean, your grandma and grandpa, your aunt and your uncle, your mom and dad that are dying in the hospital. By the way, they walked in under their own horsepower, but yet this doctor is only allowed to use the protocols that are coming down from the NIH through Epic machines, which by the way, are controlled by AI. So now we have AI doctors. I mean, yeah, they're humans that are actually carrying out- no, That's a key point. Starting three years ago, this was the first we know of directed AI murder. Forget autonomous drones, AI at these key hospitals ran the murder. That's right. And so essentially you have these zombies with stethoscopes and white lab coats that are, yeah, they're human beings, but they're being told what to do by AI. And that is prescribed this. So you've got people that walked in under their own horsepower that are suddenly being placed on ventilators. Wait, what? I mean, that's life support. That's what you do for somebody who's dying. I mean, that's a tragic car accident, something that there's just no way that this person can make it back. You put them on life support and then allow families to come and say goodbye to them. But we separated them from their families. Why did we do that? Why did we give them toxic remdesivir? Why was that the only treatment that was acceptable from the NIH to give people even after this thing was kicked but, but, out of But what you said about the AI uh, program directing the key hospitals that kill people, that's true. We think of a Terminator coming to kill us, like the old Schwarzenegger movie, or we think of the uh, Daleks in Doctor Who, exterminate, exterminate. No, it kills you by turning off your resources, by directing bad medical care. Uh, that's how it does it. It doesn't go around saying it's hopefully going to kill you. It just kills you quietly. How much of, how much of Q uh, drops were AI? Uh, how much of what we see from responses on... You know, Twitter or comments on Telegram or anywhere on social media, how much of that is, is AI and who's controlling it? You know, Bill Gates has 49% ownership in the leading company developing artificial intelligence that will lead the future. And, you know, you teased out Novel, uh, Yuval Noel Harari, uh, this guy talking about controlling a whole lot more 
than just comments on Twitter. Like, who cares? But I mean, we literally had people sitting around waiting for a savior to come based on drops that we attributed to some white hats. The whole point of Q was your savior will save you and that your savior was a man. They had all of us worshiping a man. Uh, and through 2020, when people were isolated and locked down, human beings worldwide are being abused, victimized, shut away from their families, locked inside four walls, deprived of communities. Think about the satanic forces that work behind event 201 and the fake virus that no one has ever actually seen or isolated. So then they have to introduce a problem and then a reaction and then a solution. And that's what Q did, which was a government run operation. So the problem becomes the fake virus. The EcoHealth Alliance, Dr. Lieberman and his Lieberbots, Andrew Huff, the CIA. And so then you have step two, which is the reaction. Well, the reaction gets overlooked. This is this is what a lot of people don't really pay attention to. It's like the final solution that they have for you, but it's key. They have to create a demand. And that's exactly what the problem does. So when you think about the reaction in problem, reaction, solution, Think about the demand that is created. This all goes back to Q. This all goes back to the virus. This all goes back to the Trump administration. And then ask yourself, is this really real? Is there really a demand for this thing that no one has ever heard of until this week? Like, do we really need it? But we're so easily manipulated. They tell us that we need a hole in our heads. They tell us to be pacified, to do absolutely nothing, that a man is riding in on a white horse to save this country. No, do not rise up. This oppressive government will take care of itself. The Constitution means nothing. Your inherent God-given inalienable rights, they'll be restored. Just wait because there's all kinds of white hats. You know, these people have been executed. They've gone to Gitmo. There's secret operations being run all over the place. Trust the plan. Don't be the plan. Trust the plan. And this is how they chilled patriotism and then set up January 6th in order to put people in jail and make the fear, put the fear of God into people. Don't you ever think about rising up against this tyrannical government that is ushering in full authoritarian rule, complete absence of the rule of law, which is the only recipe, you know, ingredient that is required. And don't forget for the Q said that Biden would be re removed on January 20th at the inauguration. And then that fear was used to put troops to the Capitol. So it's both used to manipulate the public and manipulate the military. We actually clamor for it. We beg for it. We demand a hole in our heads when they suggest that we might need one. Help me, help me, help me. You know, uh, Brian Williams and Katie Couric tell me I need to onboard this bioweapon. I need to go inject myself. So I demand that you give it to me right now. I mean, they, they turned us into a bunch of Karens overnight. And then they have the solution. And what is the solution? Well, in the, in the sense of the fake virus that nobody's ever isolated, it's the, it's the bioweapon. All of our other CIA friends that were hanging out in China just went ahead and rolled out the bioweapon. But guess what they did in China? They banned it. They banned Pfizer and Moderna's products that we here are still pushing on the Fox News channel as safe and effective vaccines while Pfizer funds 85% of the media. These people are criminals and should be arrested immediately. But all of this comes back to a programming of Americans, a programming of world citizens that says that you need to do a certain thing or else you will die or else your children will die or else you will go to jail or else you will be held without trial or else without due process you'll be put into a gulag and held like for no two not years, totally like agree so let me let me raise this they had the ministry of truth uh, the disinformation office that got shut down now it's back run by the cia under another name countering foreign disinformation 
just another permutation of what Obama launched before he left office. They're saying they're going to run national TV ads saying don't trust white people. There's terrorists everywhere. I mean, this is their big move. I think clearly they're planning some really big stuff. Yeah, you see, and, and that's because they know that not everyone is going to want to go along with the artificial demands that they create. And so when they have the problem and then they have the reaction and then they introduce the solution and then they tell you just to sit back and relax and trust a plan and the only source of trusted information should be your government and state-run television and this guy's been kicked off and he's a conspiracy theorist. And then you find out through people like Zach Voris who worked over at Google about all of the things that Google was doing and bringing in AI to make sure that they could reprogram the entire internet so that your Google results and your news results were completely skewed, but were in alliance with the corporate values of Google, which I guarantee you are not in alliance and in league with the corporate values of you or the values of any American, the things that we're talking about at our dinner table, we're not able to even find on the internet anymore. No, I agree. So and let so me ask you this. Our, if this was a football game, what quarter are we in? Are we losing? Are we winning? Or is it tied? Yeah, I know. And you've asked, you've asked me that before. And I, I would tell you that biblically speaking, we are in the fourth quarter. I mean, we are in the end times. There's nothing that we can do to stop what is coming. Jesus Christ is coming back. And we are seeing the deception that we were promised that we were going to see. We are seeing the trials and tribulations. I don't think that we have seen a fraction of the death that we're about to see. I think that things are going to get a lot tougher because... Remember, we, we have to, everybody has to wake up. And if there is only a fraction or a small portion or which is now rapidly growing of people who are awake to what's happening around them, and those people have to still wake up, which is the majority of people, then it's going to take calamities. It's going to take major, major death, major destruction. And, you know, God said that it was coming. And so, I mean, obviously he is the only source of truth that you can rely on 100%. I don't think there's any denial that we have... We are entering the, the end times. I mean, even if you don't believe in God, they took that and made it a battle plan. We are literally entering into one world government, one world currency, taking over our bodies, destroying our families, mass death. I mean, there's no doubt that hell has been released. Yeah. And so, but th if you think about this now, they know that they can't force everyone to comply. These, these people in this hijacked government, which I think the whole damn thing is fake. I, I, I don't... I don't trust any of them. I don't believe in any of them. None of them are doing the bidding of the people. None of them represent the constitutional republic or a two-party system. I think it's all fake, 100% fake. But they know that they can't get people to comply. So they have this whole set of people who won't comply. So the question that they have to answer for themselves, you know, the Committee of 300, the World Chamber of Commerce, the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, the global oligarchs, whatever we want to call them, the question that we have to answer is this. How do we neutralize these non-compliant, mule-headed, sovereign citizens. What will they bring to us? How do we silence them? How do we demobilize them? How do we stop them? Well, we know that part of the answer to that question is they try to use the rhetoric to marginalize us. So for the last eight years now, we've all been called racists and bigots and homophobes and transphobes and dangerous extremists and purveyors of mis and disinformation, but the backlash to that has been strong. So that's really promising to me. So if you ask if we're winning or losing, I think that in the fourth quarter, we're actually winning because the backlash to this is so strong. I mean, we're seeing dozens of states now that are getting on board with banning puberty blockers. So the, the, the descent to 
the trans agenda is really is really rising as well. So calling someone a racist now is a joke or a transphobe is a joke. It has been for some time. I was about to say but, the answer is not caring what they call us and just move forward. And whatever they say, we do the opposite. Yeah, you, you'd be completely ungovernable, 100%. So there's this whole chunk of society who's basically immune to being called names, right, as you suggest. And now it's the same folks who most of them refuse to onboard this bioweapon or inject themselves or accept the edicts of you know, an illegitimate pedophile in the White House, as my good friend uh, said when she was campaigning Candace Taylor for governor in Georgia, I thought that was brilliantly stated. So now they need to pacify those people. And the last thing that they want to do or the last thing that they want to see is these people get organized. And then once they're organized to get active, I mean, that would be completely destructive to the entire deep state cabal that is running roughshod on our country right now is if the majority of the people who were awake actually got organized and then got active. So they have to develop this whole playbook, uh, which basically is disaggregation initiatives. They need to keep us divided amongst ourselves. They need the veterans and the military to look at the sovereign citizens with suspicion. They need law enforcement to see the true oath keepers as if they're domestic terrorists. They need to keep the Second Amendment activists on their heels with constant push for gun grabbing. They need to have the conservative and the populists and the Christians divided over whether so-called Christian nationalism is a good thing or a bad thing. They need to have, you know, uh, America first Republicans divided with, you know, establishment fossils in the GOP and then, you know, rising firebrands like Marjorie Taylor Greene going to war with, you know, people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez when basically they're running the same role just on different sides of the aisle. I mean, the whole thing is a movie. It's all pro wrestling. It's all 100% freaking fake. And they need the school kids and their parents to stay reliant on schools. So they have homosexual kid grabbing, you know, trans promoting Fox News pundits telling people to save our school boards and go fight with your school boards. And uh, this is okay to be in your class. It's all divide and conquer. Stu Peters is on fire. Uh, there are good people. There may be good people that are unwittingly tied into agendas, but I. I really see us waking up. Now, I don't trust Elon Musk. Let me ask you this question. I'm disagreeing with you. I'm just saying it's a, it's a, it's a very subtle thing. I don't trust him. He's involved with the lure satellites and the self-driving cars, the electric cars and brain chips and all of it. But I can't disagree with the devastating things he's saying against the New World Order and coming out against George Soros. But then he puts a WEF task force person in over the company. But if you look at the weight of it, overall, he's starting to do more good than bad. Now, does he see Liberty winning and he's hedging his bets or is it a deeper psyop? I mean, I think that's the way to look at this. If, it, if, it, if, it's, if it's all staged, I mean, well, then that means we're staged. I mean, but I mean, I don't think that's, I think that's probably an overstatement, but I think you say in the main it's staged. I would agree with that. But what do you think of Elon Musk? Uh, I mean, it's really hard to trust a person who wants to implant chips into everyone's brains and then control their actions and their thoughts and, you know, to control their dreams and to predict their own futures and, you know, to, to, to essentially recreate the creation of God, uh, you know, and, and us created in God's image and in the likeness of God. I no, I don't trust Elon. And, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't really know why he's saying the things that he's saying. I, I don't live in his head and I, I, I don't really know what drives him. But what I do know is that we have to judge people based upon their fruit. What, what have they done? When you hear people call me an operative, okay, well, where's your died suddenly film that's been seen a hundred million times that saved millions of lives that, 
you know, is responsible for ending a military mandate for these bioweapon shots, you know. Well, yeah, if they have any discernment, they know that Stu Peters is not an operative. Uh, Exactly. You look at the fruits, you're the opposite of an operative of the enemy. Uh, So, uh, but, but, but what I'm saying is, how do you respond? Because we can sit there and say, when you say it's all staged, I think the prime directives are unified fraud, but I think all of us, all of us get manipulated to a certain extent. Maybe you're manipulated 2%. I'm manipulated, you know, 3%. Other people are manipulated 80%. You know, the more awake we are, the less we're manipulated. But part of being human is we're fallible. So maybe an MTG is manipulated 20%, but she means well. You know what I mean? Like, how, how do we, when you say it's all staged, how do you quantify that? Well, I guess when I say it's all staged, uh, what I mean is the whole process of our government, the whole uh, representative two-party system. So, I mean, the the whole representative two-party system, the whole constitutional republic, the idea of voting itself is completely fake. Uh, You know, the, the, the whole premise of elections. The whole premise of Republicans are going to war with this guy and Democrats are, you know, really. No, I totally agree. The Republicans are soft playing it. They're not really winning. They're rolling over. They're pretending. So what you're saying is the social contract is broken and the main talking points are 100 percent staged. I agree. The political process, it's all theater. I mean, you know, you, you have to actually lend some credence and some value to what you see right before your eyes. You can't be gaslit into believing that what your eyes are seeing are not really real. So when I'm, I'm looking at Twitter and I'm, I just posted this a few minutes ago, when I see that there are, you know, earlobe differences in this guy or that guy, or when I watch a, a, an NFL football player die suddenly on a football field and he needs to be resuscitated, but then they're telling me that he did not die. Well, but if he didn't die, then why does he need life-saving CPR? Or the shooter in Tennessee was wearing two different pairs of shoes. You have to, I mean, yes. And so don't gaslight me. No, no, I agree. We shouldn't believe anything up front. We should always approach everything as if it's fraud. I agree with that statement. And I think that the actions that they are trying to take, it's not easy to overthrow a superpower. It's not easy to take over a country where there are 450 million documented firearms and, you know, that these people, you know, ostensibly should not at least be giving up their guns. But I don't even know anymore because the American public has become so soft and pussified and manipulatable that they will just go along with anything that these elite oligarchs tell them to do. And so I don't know, maybe they will all give up their guns. And if we give up, if we give up even an inch on Amendment 2, if we allow these, you know, now we, we see the Supreme Court is upholding an assault weapons ban. I mean, assault weapon, what the hell is that? That's a fictitious class of firearms that doesn't even exist. We don't have assault weapons in the hands of Americans. I mean, and by the way, I don't want to waste your time playing the Obama clip, but he did call for Australian style gun confiscation. That's quite a road marker to pass. Yeah. And so they, in, in order to do that, in order to, to uh, achieve that uh, amazing feat of overthrowing this country, which I mean, I believe that they are well on their way of doing that. I don't think that there's, you know, any argument to that. But they, but they need to, as you mentioned before the break, it's a, it's about divide and conquer. They need to keep us divided over our tactics. And and in other words, how are we going to take back our nation? So they want us at each other's throats, right? They they want us uh, feuding over this strategic decision or that strategic decision or. You know, is this guy controlled opposition or is he really leading the charge? Is he really a good guy? And most of all, if they can keep the list of potentially active sovereign citizens, 
as small as they can possibly keep it. So much better for Pfizer and Albert Burla. So much better for Microsoft and Bill Gates. So much better for Moderna and Boeing. So much better for, you know, the banksters and the criminal central banking cabal and, you know, the finance goons. No, no I totally and- agree. So what do you, you, I mean, I know what their endgame is, but everybody has a perspective. If they had their druthers and we all just rolled over, what is the new world order endgame? Uh, just, it's, it's a complete world subservient class that can be, you know, uh, isolated to their 15-minute cities and live in their pods and eat their bugs and be controllable. And anybody who pretends that they're, uh, you know, unhappy or or speaks out against against that can be, you know, kill switched uh, because they've been implanted and they can just whoop like the Matrix, just be unplugged. Well, that's the it. The real end game is the central bank digital currency, the global social credit score, the universal basic income. They get that. It's all over. And 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 going back to Q, in order to keep the group small of really active dissenting people, they keep the plan trusters sitting on their hands. Wait for the next Durham report. Uh, wait. And for don't the- you love how the Q thing has crawled back up out of the ashes? I mean, it is so pathetic. It's pathetic. And the fact that people go along with this is just absolutely mind numbing. It's depressing to Here's watch Here's a Q people- story. About four years ago, Trump had called me in the morning and I talked to him and warned him about stuff. And then at afternoon, I went down to the Texas Capitol for a rally. And I forget what the rally was. And a bunch of people were in Q shirts. They came over and they said, we used to like you, but now we know Q doesn't like you. And we know Trump's Q and we're with Q. And I said, do you understand? I'm a known person. I just talked to the president this morning and they all laughed at me. Like I'm a real person, decades on air. I talked to the president that morning and they laughed at me and said, Q says you're bad. I mean, you talk about mind control. This was insane. This is a non-real thing that nobody can identify telling these people to 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 trust this plan and to believe in a man being their savior. And think about that. I mean, there you are in the flesh and blood, very well-known person on the air, like you said, for decades. Everybody knows that they can they can touch you, they can hug you, they can uh physically threaten you in the case of marco rubio uh but you know i mean there's these people laughing at you and likely not believing you that you talked you know to to the president that morning and so now here we are waiting on what we're waiting on another a durham 2.0 the doj to finally indict hunter biden and joe and joe's brother for their china and ukraine and burisma scams or pedophilia i mean remember we were always just on the precipice always just on the brink of being saved. Thousands of sealed indictments are gonna come out. They're gonna drop or the army of Trump's white hats in the Pentagon, they're embedded there and we're just waiting for them. And now with the very real possibility that Trump could well return to the White House, how many of these plan trusters will continue to be abused by the claims that they were ever going to see remedy? And let's expand on that. You raised a point that I never thought of. It's an original thought. Just like the liberals trust their leftist plan are being destroyed, the right wing, I mean, about a third of them, literally sat on their thumbs, with their thumbs up their rear ends, believing everything was handled because they couldn't handle the stress of, we're getting our freaking asses kicked. If I was in a fight and somebody's pounding me in the face and I go, oh, an angel's going to save me, I'm going to die. But if I know God gave me this body to fight back, I'm going to win. And exactly, it's the perfect way to neutralize people. And I was warning, they're going to steal the election. They're going to take over. Um, everybody's got to get involved. Shut up, Jones. You're not Q. 
And it was like you're sitting there, like watching the mind control. It's so sad. Yeah. Uh, just just ch chill. Everything is going to be taken care of. This is the only way that you take a nation. You introduce a virus, right? You lock everybody down. You force them to shots. You scare the hell out of everybody. You isolate them. You take them away from their families. You kill their families. You introduce economic chaos. You have... You know, uh, the, the, this this fake candidate like locked in his basement and wearing masks and 13 people are at his things and your kids are being taken out of school and you're losing your job if you're refusing, you know, to get this shot. And, you know, people are just it's just constant chaos. So let me raise that next. What do you really think of Trump? I think Trump is flawed. I think he's pigheaded, but that's why they hate him because they can control him. But overall, they did all that to take out Trump. They they, they pulled that thing they had on the shelf off. So, so th that's my view of Trump. I think Trump is a failed vessel, but we all are. But I overall think Trump is good. What? Be honest. What do you think of Trump? Because I respect your opinion. I honestly can't support anybody that's continuing to advocate for and push for people poisoning themselves with weapons of bio warfare. I agree. I, 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 I agree. So, what do we? What do we do? RFK. No, I mean, I disagree with RFK on so many levels just because of the fact that he's, I mean, he's a liberal. He's a, he's a staunch liberal and has liberal policies. I mean, he's no, I agree. So I don't believe in lesser of two evils. What do we do? I don't know. I'll run for president. <laughs> All right. I'll support that. Let me ask you this. What, what's front and center on your radar? Because I got a thousand questions, but what else are you really focused on right now? I'm most concerned about AI right now. I mean, and, and being poisoned and people's mind control just escalating and people being, I mean, they're addicted to these things. And the, the but wait a minute, you didn't see Drudge Report and, 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 and MSNBC? The Bilderberg Group's going to save us from AIs. Yeah, I know. Uh, the actual manufacturers, the actual inventors, the actual programmers of AIs are so concerned about what AIs are going to do that they're saying now that it could be decades uh, before we see anything good come out of AIs, but that what we're going to see now is that these people, these things, I, I'm looking, I'm even calling them people, these AIs are going to be so human-like that they're going to be undetectable. And if you can't, if you can't detect them, then how can you combat them? How can you control them? Oh, I was on, uh, two weeks ago, I'm in an accounting meeting and it says Tucker Carlson's phone number. So they spoofed the number and I said, let me step out. And I just talked to Tucker a day before. So I think it's Tucker. And it's like, hey, I want to have sex with you, all this stuff. And I said, this isn't Tucker, it's AI. I figured it out like in 20 seconds. I mean, but 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 just imagine someone can call up sounding like your mother and say, son, I forgot my bank account number, and then you and then and then you give them the bank account number. I mean, this is dangerous. Even more so. Uh, I mean, at the top of the show, we talked about this, Yuval Noel Harari. You look at this guy, he's saying we will control your elections. There'll, there'll be no need for you voters anymore. You have become so useless, you can't even vote. Here it is. Look at this guy. Imagine the impact of the new AI tools that can mass produce political manifestos, fake news stories, and even holy scriptures for new cults. In recent years, the politically influential QAnon cult has formed around anonymous online texts known as Q-drops. Now, followers of this cult, which are millions now in the US and the rest of the world, collected, revered, and interpreted these Q-drops as some kind of new scriptures, as a sacred text. Now, to the best of our knowledge, all previous Q-drops 
were composed by human beings, and bots only helped to disseminate these texts online. But in future, we might see the first cults and religions in history whose revered texts were written by a non-human intelligence. And of course, religions throughout history claimed that their holy books were written by a non-human intelligence. This was never true before. This could become true very, very quickly. Oh, it wasn't true before. So let's expand on that. I've got a key point I want you to give you. Well, first, give me your take on this, and I've got my point. Well, I mean, he said it all. He said, we're going to rewrite scriptures. We're going to have AI that makes basically people into not only superhumans, but can actually turn them into gods. And this is what they envision. This is the this is the eternal life that they think that they can create for themselves, aside from, you know, drinking the blood of young children that they abuse. But this is this is really seriously an issue when you have a criminal openly telling you that they are going to hijack the rest of your life and remove the human existence completely in an extinction level event that will be replaced by AI bots and robots. I mean, that is really shocking to listen to. And people just say, you know, well, that guy is just crazy. Everything that this guy says, he fully intends on carrying out. Everything that these people say, the criminals are telling you what they have to do. It's part of their satanic religion. It's part of their devil horn worshiping that they have to tell you what their plan is. They have to telegraph and project and tell you what they're about to do to abuse and to kill you and to take your kids and to snatch them up. And to bring them out. And why do you this. think they metaphysically Stu Peters need to do that? Well, I mean, that's what they're told that they have to do in order to honor their covenant with, you know, the devil, the real enemy, Satan. Uh, this is this is the this is the evil. Exactly. That God demands we have free will. So they have to be honest about it. So here's what I know. I'm on an AI computer, but I can see Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I can look at it. I remember at the Pika Cube two years ago, two and a half years ago for the election, Everything that was real, everything that was serious, hey, we're in trouble, they're going to steal the election, everything that would mobilize people was t blocked to nothing. But all the Q idiots thought, oh my God, we're great. Google and Facebook and Twitter were all boosting Q-tardism. Well, that's all my brain needed to know that it was a system because the establishment was boosting it. Uh, brilliant deduction. Absolutely. And, you know, you have people from Google just telling you the whole plan for AI with Google has been executed already and is only growing more and more rapidly. It will be used at speeds that are just absolutely incomprehensible. You, you can't even comprehend the speed with which this AI is going to move. And anything that they deem to be when they program these AIs to be anti-American or anti-freedom or anti individual liberty or anti-christianity or anti-white or anti-republican or anti-trump or any of even if you go out and have a rally and have a thousand people there it will instantly block everything you're saying online everything that you're saying online a hundred percent they will remove any kind of organic support for anything i was accused that the the film died suddenly had inauthentic support on Twitter, the, the people at the BBC who I completely chewed up and spit out because they weren't ready for it. Well, that's another key thing. They're worried about human disinfo and, oh, you're using bots, which you're not, when this whole thing is bot. Exactly. So they're suppressing yeah, human resistance while boosting AI takeover. And these are people who don't even believe in their own cause. These are people who 
don't even fight their own fight because, you know, you ask these people who have been pushers of the death jab for the last two years and relentlessly calling us purveyors of mis and disinformation. They've, they've labeled the disinformation dozen, which are credible doctors who are out here speaking out against all of this. And these people, you ask them themselves, well, are you vaccinated? And he goes, well, do you want an answer? This is on the BBC. Do you want an answer to that? Well, I'm not here to talk to myself. Yeah, I want an answer to that. Well, I don't feel comfortable answering that. Well, hold the hell on. Remember the when last- the head of Moderna said he wasn't vaccinated? Yep, for, but well, and he, this guy wouldn't even answer me. But wait, for, for the last year and a half, my bodily autonomy has been the world's business. It's been your business. You demanded to know if I was vaccinated. You demanded that I wore a mask. You demanded that I stayed an arbitrary six feet away from you. And now you are unwilling to tell me if you're vaccinated or not. That By the way, you, you did what so many others don't. We've done it some. When you're talking to mainstream media, video it yourself so you can show what really happened. That was that, that was beautiful. So let me ask you this question, Stu Peters. That You just hit it. The people promoting it don't even believe in it. They don't even take the shot they're pushing on us. How do the people pushing this, not the top Satanist Luciferians at the top who are worshiping their God, have been promised immortality if they, if they do this, they believe genetically with, with this technology and this, this new evolution they've been promised. They don't believe in God and the afterlife, but they believe in this thing, an immortality that Schwarzenegger talks about they're about to have and, and Harari talks about. But what do you say to the minions in the system when they can see this is destructive, they can see it's anti-human. Where's their pro-human uh, home team attitude? Why, why do people at the minion level still serve this? So they pretend to themselves that they're part of the power structure, they're going to win? Why do you think so many people that know it's all a lie still go along with it? Because they're followers? What is it? I mean, I think that they have bought into the idea that if you don't support this and if you don't go along with this, then you will be absolutely crushed. They feel like they're insiders to the plan, so they know that all of the kinks have been worked out for complete world domination. And they know what the future holds for dissenters and whistleblowers and truth tellers and that they will be eradicated and they will be gone. And but don't families- they get they'll be eradicated, too? I mean, this is you think this thing just wants to kill us? I mean, don't they have that common sense? No, I think that uh, whether you're talking about the the launch of the bioweapon or you're talking about, you know, a social credit score or electronic banking and digital currency that completely, you know, forbids you from accessing your smart refrigerator or getting food or any and all of these things, I believe that these people really feel like they are on the inside as a protected class. And I believe that these people are not morally upright. And I believe that these people have another thing coming because yeah, I'm I'm optimistic, 100% optimistic, because we are commanded to pick up the sword and fight. And at the end of the only truthful book ever written on the face of the planet, God wins and his people win. And so I know what's coming for these people. But these people right now also have an, have an obligation to humanity. And I am telling you right now, mark my words, there will be a Nuremberg too. I heard Renz talking about it. This is something that we're talking about. Mass extreme accountability. The line is really long for these people because there are a lot of people who have openly and intentionally profited from murder for money schemes and killing for cash and are targeting children for death and extinction and complete mutilation. These people should be held accountable in the most extreme way possible. And when they're found guilty, the death penalty absolutely needs to be on the table for these people. Stu Peters, let me ask you this. I guess I've been interviewing you three years or so, and you were great when I first interviewed you, but you get more and more on fire, which I love, and it's beautiful. What's What's been your transformation? Why have you gotten more and more uh, hardcore and, and, and just really seem born again hard? 
I, I just think that I'm, I'm seeing such a sense of urgency because I have three kids. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a single dad of an 11 and an eight and a four year old. I've got a little daughter. I see what's out here when, as, as you do the show every day, as you very well know, you get approached by people who are in the worst place that they've ever been in their lives. They're telling some of the most horrific, heartbreaking stories that you've ever seen. They're emailing. I mean, for every four stories that we cover a day, I'm getting 400 or 4,000 emails uh, from real people out there, giving real people a voice, elevating the voice of the people just pisses me off. And I'm filled with this righteous anger uh, as I see people just lulled to sleep with their television sets and their smartphones. And so your survival so instinct as a warrior has kicked in. I see myself as a leading post-apocalyptic warlord right now. I mean, it's, I, I think it's a divine calling that is unfortunate because it's painful. And it leads you through well, some definitely, of the most... definitely, the globalist fear men mobilizing together, and it's going to happen, and we will smash them. We will beat them. A hundred percent, I agree with that. Uh, we, I would not be here fighting if I didn't think that we were going to win. All I right, agree Stu with Peters, impressive. We love you. Please join me again soon. I'd love to come on your show. We love you. How do people find everything, Stu Peters? StuPeters.com all day. StuPeters.com. We have another film coming out just like Died Suddenly. This one is called Final Days. And don't worry, there is a Died Suddenly 2 coming out. We have to save these people's lives. We have to push back against this. Alex, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.